hunting, fishing, and all things outdoors. It's not just a hobby, it's a lifestyle. Welcome to the Green Top Outdoors podcast with your host, Hunter Brooks. I got two special guests here. I got David Blanton and Michael Waddell. <laughs> I have to laugh when you say that because that's awesome. I just tell you that's awesome. I don't. I've never done a podcast with Michael. No, we hadn't. Well, that's. I thought this was the best. This is like you don't get an opportunity like this for for maybe the next hundred years like to have of two personalities in the same room like this. And actually, I'll make it. Go ahead and make it like four personalities because Andrew Napier just walked in, and I got Caleb Sutton here from our. He's he's from the boat department here, and we're gonna steal the mic from Michael, man. Glad to have them both. Also, <laughs> let him finish his chicken, chicken sandwich. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think Michael would be the A lister. Yep, I would be sort of like a C or C minus lister. <laughs> no, but Dave, <laughs> I agree with that. What would a lion be without his handler? You got it takes both. Yeah. It takes all kinds. <laughs> we got the handler and we got the lion. We got David. We got the man who's killed more. He's you like more good than most people ever kill. The, yeah. David said he almost didn't do it. He said, well, I got him on his podcast asking where a head net. <laughs> he said, why don't they ask me where a head net on his podcast? Did Caleb tell you where he's from? No. Wheeling, West Virginia. No way. No. No way. <laughs> That's the first I'm hearing of that. He gave a bunch of crap last year for being from Beckley or from Wheeler or something. That's right. I, mean, what, yeah. I made a joke uh, years ago. I, I, I said it without thinking because – we always pretty transparent. David, same way. You know, we just cut up and yeah. half full of crap. You know, just having a good time. And um, I think it was it was it was at a on a show. I said, "Man, uh, I've been busy." I said, "I've been busy as a two fair in West Virginia." And when I said that, I didn't think about it. It's a pretty good little joke. And I heard it from like a Kentucky guy or Pennsylvania guy who right. told me the joke. Or, and then I and then later. Uh, I heard Larry Cable guy say something, you know, in one of his little skits about busy as two fair in West Virginia. And so I have met many people from West Virginia that hate me. Like, like I ain't forgive you for that joke. I like some of your hunting shows. And I said, man, it was just a joke. I mean, like, I live in Georgia, uh, and Alabama guy's yeah, always dogging uh, in Georgia and Alabama. It's always, always fun. Yeah, sure. yeah. but, but, so yeah. uh, y'all, got, y'all got a busy schedule ahead of y'all. I think uh, you're you're getting ready to head to I, Iowa, I right? leave here shortly and head to Iowa in the morning, and and there's no telling what Michael's schedule looks like the rest of the fall. Killing stuff. It's busy, but actually, my next week is not. I got I got a big honey next week. I'm a <laughs> Yeah, my, my wife has already called me. What time do you land today? Mm. Mm. Like, why, why do you want to know? <laughs> like, first of all, when I saw Michael earlier this morning, we were yakking. <clears throat> Believe it or not, we don't live that far from each other, but we don't see each other that often. Mm-hmm. And he said, man, you know what I want you to do? And I said, what? He said, I want you to come down to my house, spend the night, let's just get up and let's just whack some does. Yeah. And I thought, yeah. man, that sounds like fun. Yeah. Yes. Does that not sound like fun? That sounds like a lot of fun. And it is, yeah. man. Let's leave right now. I, yeah, let's go. Come we on. could. And I got him right well, now. Y'all weren't invited. Oh, oh <laughs> I just, thought that was an invite. No, he just invited me. No, you, you, no. I thought you were going to stay on the boat counter. I was going. Oh, uh, 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 no. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm no. sorry. I'm 20 miles from here. We can set it up. There's nothing like deer management. You know, herd management and just, just slaying some does, man. Right. There's nothing like it. Well, the fun one of the funnest trips I, I ever went on, and I know David already knows what I'm going to say before I even say it, because, first of all, we have been together on some amazing trips. I mean, even as just camera mm-hmm. jocks, because when yep. I, David and I first started working together, the David actually hired me. He was he was the guy who How called me. How old were you when you started I was, uh, guiding turkey hunters for us? 
It was a 94, so I would have been, I was born in 73, so 20. Yeah. I was 20. Damn. I was 20 years of age, and then wow. David hired me full-time two years later. So 94, 93, 94, mm-hmm. David called me and had me come guide some outdoor riders. And mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's so many funny stories about that because it's like a month or two after, a month after that happened, David called me and said, hey, and uh, I need your Social Security. And so I was so conscious. I said, man, what what I, what I do? You know, he's like, <laughs> no, he said, we just got to have your Social Security number so I can give it to the accountant. I was like, well, what's... Why? Why does our account? I said, "Well, we're gonna pay you." I said, "Oh, you gonna pay me?" <laughs> and, um, and back then, it was a hundred dollars a day just to to uh, you know yeah. run a camera, help. Mm-hmm. Get, Man, are you kidding me? I couldn't believe it. And I'd I'd went, yeah, well, yeah, and I'd went, I'd been there in camp, and I was driving over in the mornings, and then and a couple times I would crash on the couch over there in a the chalet. Sure. Where David and everybody were kind of staying, but I, we, Dave and I both lived pretty local to where mm-hmm. we were hunting. Yeah. And at the time. Uh, you know, David had a young family, so he's he's running. So most time he would drive back, and I would too. But uh, but man, it wasn't long. Like I had a seven eight hundred dollar check, and I couldn't believe it. I'm like, are you kidding me? And then David said, "Hey man, do you think you can run a camera?" One thing led to another. But uh, but anyway, so Dave and I from that point, I went full time. He was kind of executive yeah. producer there, kind of over all the videos, still is. And so we were we were going all these places, and David uh, at that particular time. David, you know, had a decent amount of seniority, so he'd get a chance to hunt from time to time back then. Not, just, not, yeah. just a little, a little just bit. a little yeah. bit. That, like, <clears throat> if there's, what we do, 13, 12 or 13 shows we produced right. for TNN. Uh-huh. Obviously, Bill was the, the hunter, mm-hmm. and then we had, we'd have a lot of celebrity guests. And David got to where Bill had requested that David maybe hunt, you know, three times, maybe two, three times a year. Yeah. So, so you know, you know, sometimes, and David would always, when he'd get to hunt, he's like, man, do you reckon you'd come? You know, video me? I said, are you kidding me? So a lot of times we went to camp, and the one trip we went to Timmons Ranch in Texas. Oh. And, man, it was so fun. And David shot this. Uh, well, actually, prior to him shooting this nice buck, wasn't even a giant buck, probably 125, 30 If inches. that. Yeah, if that. But prior to that, it just, the hunt had been kind of tough. And this was David's kind of one main hunt that he was looking forward to. But we weren't doing a lot, and we was just having a good time, listening to music. David, David, uh, would go jog we'd go jog come on let's go jog we'd go jog and walk and we just having a good time like two dudes you know just having a good time eating good food and finally dave said man we ain't seeing the deer he said look in the morning let's just go kill some does and i said let's go so in my mind i'm thinking i'll just video dave kill some does he said, no 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 man you you get your license and let's go kill some does and so we we sat there and that morning we went and i think we all shot a doe and we just laughed and cut up, and then that that night I videoed David killing a deer, and he jumped like it, like did a, it was like yeah. a Michael Jordan winning the championship game. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So anyway, it was just having a good time. And another thing that stands out, and I was just telling my son Mason this, that was the first time I remember sitting out there. David and I would turn the radio up in a rental car, just an FM station. It was the first time I heard that George Strait, if I don't worry, baby, I can still make Cheyenne. Yeah, yeah. I, I And I, remember, I don't know why. I just stand, I stand out plain as day within eating a snack and we was out there sitting around talking uh-huh. and we had the FM radio station. Isn't that funny? It's a funny how little I can't remember certain things that happened yesterday but that I remember you know, it's vividly. Funny. <clears throat> the first year I was working for Bill would have been in 90. I was in Wyoming filming Brad Harris on a turkey hunt and Chris okay. Yeoman. Remember Chris Yeoman? Yes. Yes. And I remember the first time I heard the song When the Thunder Rolls by Garth Brooks. Oh yeah. Mm. So it's weird you say that, but but that's how you remember some things. Oh yeah, yep. yeah. that's the first time I ever heard it. That it song. is, it, and it's funny because I think of David. David was always passionate about a good song he would hear, but David was the guy who just read the newspaper, 
stuck to his business, hunted his deer. And another funny story I got about David at Realtree office. This would have been later on, like in the 2000s, like, you know, I don't know. David come in, he just had this look on his face like, you know, like like the day after you're saved, you know, like found Jesus. Yeah. And he's just happy. He's like, I said, Michael, have you ever seen the movie Shawshank Redemption? <laughs> and, and I said, I, yeah, I saw it, you know, maybe 10 years ago. Yeah. I had my, he said, I just saw this last night, uh-huh. and, 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 and it's funny. So that's always that was the other thing culturally, uh-huh. like on movies and music. I was behind. David was always behind. <laughs> like we'd be at lunch. He's like, "Have you ever heard of this guy named Michael Jackson?" <laughs> you know, it's like this dude can dance. You know, and so I just never forget uh-huh. that. I think Mitch McEwen or somebody we were like we was all sitting there. We were, uh-huh. you know, we we're all close in age, but it's like, yeah, David. Uh, but when his head's shaking, he's. Shaking all, uh, but but his office Morgan Freeman, something else. That Morgan, oh yeah, and it was a good movie, and I did go back and watch Freeman. it. Yeah, he's, he's but we we was excited about little things. It was always behind. I remember, uh, I remember David. Little things I remember too is like, look at this, Michael, because Dave was always a great writer, like a a writer. But you know, when we first had emails and computers. us old country boys, you know, you would write these long mm-hmm. emails, but I never get to. You don't you don't even know. I remember. This. I remember when David realized that he could write on Microsoft Word and save it and attach it and oh, send in an email. He's like, look at this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I mean, David yeah. was just churning yeah. it out like Edward. He was just like Shakespeare. So He's discovering all these Yeah, you just, you'd, you'd, yeah. You'd, you'd get a hidden email within the email. I know it. I discovered yeah. Shania Twain was hot. Yeah, yes. I did too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, that I took the least too, amount right? of time from everything. Yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. Oh, yeah. But, man, I, I appreciate y'all being here because yeah. it's, a, it's a busy time of year for everybody. And the fact that y'all took the time to be here for us at our Expo, uh, it means a lot. It really does. Um, you know, and I know y'all. We, you know, you, you got uh, you got a big hunt coming up in Iowa, and I know you got you got some hunts coming up in Georgia, or some honeydews or whatever whatever your wife's got planned for you. <laughs> I'm a hunt after I'm done with that. Yeah, yeah right. In Georgia. <laughs> What's uh, what was it before you cut it off? What's it like taking uh, Theo Vaughn on a turkey hunt? Oh gosh, you know, that was it was a uh, well, who was with him? Caleb, Caleb Presley. Presley. Caleb yeah. Presley. Those yeah. two. Yeah. Well, they first of all, I needed I needed David because David's a good fatherly figure to have. <laughs> those, those two, guys. those two, but, um, that, yes. but yeah, it, it was it was fun and it was it was odd. I, it was a it was an odd request when when I I'd, me, I'd met those guys and yeah. I was like, man, so like you're the hunting dude, you know? It's not you know, and they only knew of me through other mutual friends, yeah. and so uh, so when they mentioned like, dude, we want to hunt, man, you know, like man, can we strangle something, man? You know, like, <laughs> they they, they said to the podcast was like directly after that. I, I, I did after somebody told me. He and, said he's like I would just just I don't know what it, Michael something. He said the dude like. Hates turkeys. They call yeah. He like really hates them. Like a five minute uh, <laughs> section of them describing you and turkeys and y'all's turkey hunting experience. He's like a guy just like he's like I'm a girl turkey, but I'm like we're we're big bad we're boy turkeys, but I, we got girl turkeys out there if they come by a little sexy turkey stuff and then oh yeah and then he said but the guy hates them man he said he just <laughs> he said that's like the grim reaper for turkeys. Uh, <laughs> they they didn't they didn't know enough about it to really even respect it and it kind of gave me yeah. a different perspective because most time you hunt around people that if, the if they thing. haven't ever say hunted they've been around it enough yeah. to know they really want to they didn't know anything like like i remember that night we went to bed and we uh we cooked some fried chicken and you know and, and stuff and 
and they love the camp. It was just a little old, typical what you would picture a, mm-hmm. a deer camp or yeah. just a little small house, a little farmhouse. Mm-hmm. And we're all out there on the screen porch just talking. And, and oddly enough, they don't drink or anything. They nope. don't. No, they don't, even, they don't drink. And they're crazy guys. I mean, they're, they're, wow. they're wild and yeah. crazy yeah. guys, but they don't drink. Um, you know, I don't know if it stops there or not. Be honest, like, with, you feel like you're with your high school buddy, where if you just yeah. drove to Walmart, it's funny. Yes, it's like and they had a and they had brought Cole Holcomb over, who's now playing the linebacker yep. for the Steelers. He, yep. he was in the Commanders, I yeah. think. And this dude was really cool. He's, I mean, tough dude. He's mm-hmm. a linebacker in the NFL. But anyway, so right before we go to bed, I said, "Listen, guys, and it's about nine thirty, ten. I said, "I'm about, I'm gonna go to sleep." I said, "I'll, I'll get everybody. I'll get everybody up about four thirty. And Theo said. Say that again? I said, 4.30. said, man, what time these things get up? You know, I'm like, I said, well, it's daylight around, you know, it's daylight around 5.36, so we got to, we need to, I said, we got about a 30-minute drive where I want to take them. It was in Florida hunting Osceola's and, and it completely ruined their hunt. For like, <laughs> man, I didn't know we was getting up this. Or why are we so mad at them, man? Why can't we yeah. go? What's it take to kill these things? I said, look, guys, you know. But oh, it, was, it was really cool, His man. description of y'all's turkey hunt was awesome. It was, it was I, hilarious. Well, it, it, what's crazy is, you know, David and I, even even TV and video, you know, it, it's obviously marketing. I mean, you, you know, you're trying to get your message out of, of hunting. And, sure. You know, in our case, you got some products you want to show people, sure. but inevitably show the love and passion of hunting and the fun that we all have. And I would say that we've always, you know, working with David all those years, you know, we always had a two-tier approach. Bill was a little bit more, you know, serious, and 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 Bill could be really funny, but Dave and I were more of the goofballs and laughing mm-hmm. and cutting up, and, mm-hmm. yeah. and 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 especially even more when the camera was turned off. I mean, it sure. was a con- you'd think he didn't like each other, sarcasm. And you had a connection with David. <laughs> Because he's the one who hired you. you David, you're, da- David, David, that's da- your guy. Yeah, I mean, he, he, David's well, so humble. He's not gonna. He's not even gonna. Well he's not gonna allow to say this. But David was, in my opinion, the first guy in the industry that bleed to me enough to say, "We got to hire that guy." And he ain't gonna say well, that. Bill he's Jordan too, was right there with me. I mean, well, Bill, Bill Jordan was too. But I still think David sure, sold it yeah. harder to Bill than Bill got convinced. Cool. And, and anyway, so so. But I'd always watched the videos, and I was a big fan of actually David and um, a guy named Chuck who who uh, would would hunt with them and went on to work with Night and Hell. And um, and they was always uh, they was always killing. Uh, did I say Chuck Jones? Chuck Jones. Chuck Jones. I forgot yeah. his last name. Chuck yeah. Jones. David and Chuck Jones. Those first real tree videos. They they were kind of like it felt a little primosy to where sure. uh, David and Chuck would be out yeah. and they'd be killing turkeys and videoing and you could tell they somewhat argued about who was going to get to hunt and who wasn't. I mean, far as most yeah. most time was fighting for the camera. I know David was because yeah. he he felt pretty good with his ability. But but anyway. Um, you know, looking back, looking back on it, you know, we we were always hunting, having fun, and and trying to get people to watch our shows. And you know, back in the day in TNN, there was a lot of people. But it was funny talking about the Theo thing. You know, man, like even now on YouTube, you know, if you can get you say a couple hundred thousand views, that's a lot. It is. You know, and so yeah. uh, even even on watching the outdoor program, real Tree outdoors, or bone collector and stuff, if you can get. I don't know, hundred thousand, two hundred thousand people tune in on a Sunday night or whatever time our shows. Yeah. That's a lot. Well, that that so we we're doing pretty good. We get some solid 
turkey hunt stuff. We put that up with Theo and Caleb, and a million point four people yeah. watched yeah. it like that. Yeah. Yeah. Hit a whole new yes, and so <clears throat> you know. And you got their perspective versus uh, yes, it's two different perspectives, right. and they right. took it to another level. And they talked about it on a podcast, so it's almost like it's a little funnier than the five of us in this room. Let's be honest, everybody. Yeah, they, but, yeah, <laughs> they, yeah. Definitely funny. So yeah, you can give their perspective of non-hunters, goofball, camp. Wake up wow. 4 30, They, they are funny. Up. Like some of the stuff I couldn't say out loud, That's but the, the, it. but the, 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 it's hard. It's, it's hard to it's hard to explain. But that 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 Theo says some things that hits you so off base. But it won't even be that. It won't be dirtier or, or mm-hmm. something like like one thing he said. And I know he said stuff like this too. But he was so serious, not trying to be funny. We were talking life and. um in America, and not political, but just talking about. And our producer made the comment. He said, "He said, man, I saw a study with illegal immigration and legal immigration that by year I forget what it was, so don't quote this as accurate. Say 2035, that 90 percent of all people in America will have a Latino or Mexican." in them will have will have a descent like the heritage which completely the heritage is being changed or the the family dynamics or your genealogy is being mm-hmm. changed and theo said man i believe that dude he said dude i mean sometimes it happens to me he said i wake up at 6 30 in the morning for no reason yeah. <laughs> and it's like unless you understand how much right. you respect yeah. how hard a mexican works and he was so serious yeah. and it was like a t- Five second pause and we all fell out laughing. Yeah. I wake up at six thirty for no reason. Like I bet I got Mexican blood in me. <laughs> Who says it? He's all jokes but no punchlines. Yeah. No, you just gotta so let quick. it. It just fizzles yeah. out yeah. and yeah. later. The worm in archery. Uh-uh. Same, same way. Same way. Yeah. I mean, That's dude, fine. We like, we caught up about went to some restaurant somewhere. You got a sandwich that had too much sauce on it. We laughed about wet bread. For two days. When the waitress goes, man, my bread's wet. <laughs> my bread's wet. All it took, it ruined his whole week with the wet bread. <laughs> <laughs> I've got one question before we close for y'all. Um, you both have killed world-class whitetails. And my question is, the more that you are successful in the deer woods, does it get easier when that nailer, whether it's bigger or not bigger than the last giant that you shot, comes out, or are you still freaking out inside or are you cool calm and collect how are you dealing with the buck fever or do you get it i I still get overcome by it yeah i I mean really you get in a zone though michael will tell you that you get in a zone you may be freaking out but you're in a zone Mm -hmm. you hold it together you you know what i mean yeah Mm -hmm. all your senses go up Mm-hmm. Yeah. Feel every movement. Yeah. Like, yeah. But to a point, I would imagine that's also <clears throat> part of the chase. I mean, that's why we're all out there. We want to feel. But for that. me, my, my progression at my age now, and I share this with Michael, now for me, when I go on the road on a trip, I I no longer am I looking for the biggest deer in the woods. Mm-hmm. It didn't, it, that right. doesn't turn my crank now. Yeah. It doesn't. I, I, I'm just out there for the experience, and I mean that. People think I'm kidding, but I'm out there for the fellowship, the experience. That's a fact. Shoot a mature deer. I, I don't care what the deer scores. Yeah. I don't care how big he is. That, that's <clears throat> that's kind of a fact. I agree with David on that, and, and even when it comes to shooting those animals. What I found within me, and it took me a while to even realize this, I get that same zone, nervous, anxiety uh, hyperventilation on any animal that when I decide to shoot them. Right. Like David, I was talking about doe hunting. I can sit and watch a doe for 30 minutes, and then I'm like, wait a minute, it's, mm-hmm. it's 10.30. We're going to get down 11, and they want to kill. T- 
I'm going to shoot this doe. And I've been watching her and like, and all of a sudden I tell myself, and I was like, uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. Oh, and 32 yards. And I'm like, yeah. And, you know, and so to me, uh, it's funny. I don't, I don't think I get any more nervous, say, shooting a deer that I think might be 170 versus a deer that I think might be mature and, yeah. and a deer. Yeah. yeah. I, I, and, I, and people might think I'm lying, but I think it is a zone. Sure. Um, I, I am aware, like, I, you know, some of the deer I've shot, to be a, like, I know, I know that we've all been studying them. And, like, I shot a deer in Kansas. Uh, with Stephen McNally who worked at Realtree oh, and, yeah. and this deer we was looking at was like man this deer is between 185 and 190 something and so finally like that Steve said there he is there he is there he is and sure enough he's coming he jumps a fence and he's like 25 yards and I, saw that. I know that that's that I deer so that I can't deer. say there was a yeah. little bit of electricity there's a little different but the mechanics were the same I saw that so. on Facebook on like a pop up ad like oh did you really past. wow that's crazy I mean, I mean it did just it's the same day you hit him good, and he went and just looked like nothing was wrong with him. Yeah, I thought I smoked him, and, and he ended up dying yeah. really quick, but it was enough to add some dramatics to it. It's like you didn't hold yeah. him. Like you heart shot him. He just yeah, went it out does, but it was kind of in that, it yeah. kind of was enough to freak me out because we've all hit those deer mm-hmm. um, that is in that no man's land that looked like you smoked him, mm-hmm. and I was like, man, I hit him right where I, I thought, and then I'm thinking about the leg, and then he that. then he, he lays down, and yep. he was dead mm-hmm. very he's dead very quick. He's a beast, yeah. But anyway. That's a strange feeling you talk about because it, it you watch the field with 20 does or no does or one buck or anything and then when you think like i think i'm gonna i think i'm gonna kill this deer I think I'm yeah, gonna yeah this th- deer. then you get nervous then you get nervous 50 yards it, it, 25 it, steps whatever it, it is and one other thing one yeah. other thing that's this really unique is uh one other thing is really new because like david said um because david and i are not far different in age i mean he's a little older than me but you know, in life, you go through so much adversity, so much good and bad. I'm 100% with David in this, and I can't say that enough to where I see people just so driven to kill big deer. There's nothing wrong with it. Nothing wrong. Sure. I mean, because D- David and I, we, I mean, still, still when we go, yeah. you know, go to yeah. Kansas, you know you in Kansas. So, sure. you know the chances of killing a world-class animal. But David's right. I've looked back on my career, and... Um, and like talk about the Timmons Ranch, that might have been one of the smaller deer David ever shot on video. I don't know that the deer would be 125, but it sticks out in my mind. So it's not I'm saying it because David's here. Sure. I have certain things that stick out in my mind, and every time, very rarely has anything to do with a trophy animal. That's right. It's man. always with the trophy yeah. adventure, the trophy relationship. Yeah. And yeah. some of these people, I don't even keep up with them, but like I can think of times that we had and, and literally almost get uh, – you almost shed a tear yeah, and we're grown men and there's no reason it's happy times because uh so now it is i mean like a like i don't think david's a big coffee drinker but i'm a i love good coffee and I so do. you do cook coffee do now yeah. david you do i see you yeah. drink for years but see to me uh-huh. if it's early morning i I will catch myself and this is a uh-huh. true story i'm sure i bet david is like i mean elk hunt which i love hunt elk much anything drinking coffee talking a little gus mccray philosophy yeah. We better go. It's daylight. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We was up two hours and like, what am I doing? Have <laughs> yeah. I become an old man? And I, I'm like, <laughs> it's deep, you. though. It's, yeah. d- it's, yeah. it's the simplest, craziest, deepest yeah. thing to where and t- when you get to that point, that's when you, you know you've been blessed, in my opinion, because I still have a burning desire. I turn into this deer, turkey, or, or, or elk Nazi because I'm out there in the moment. Yeah. You're like... You know, because you got that percentages of knowing, like, this is the one. This elk is going to work. Let's kill him. So you get in that zone, and at that moment, the blood mm-hmm. turns cold, and you're yeah. ready to kill. Mm-hmm. But immediately, it's back to, 
smell a campfire and like golly somebody's mm-hmm. cooking some chili yeah cornbread man me and david gonna yeah. catch up on the pass and take us about a mm-hmm. two-hour underwear nap you know that, that means <laughs> that don't mean you keep your jeans yeah. and your camel that means by george in your underwear and i'm not go to sleep we get that around <laughs> here i see it with everybody all shape sizes credence uh Club when, with the hunt club yeah. lunch, the, the breakfast or lunch. You get to hunt club at six. We don't start hunting until eight, but we are eating breakfast for an hour yeah. and a half. Yeah. And yeah. Then you hunt. You get on the stand. Maybe get a shot. Maybe you don't by eleven, eleven thirty. And like, what are we gonna do for lunch? I, I got this. I'm, this is great, but we gotta. You know, well, I, I'm me, not just here to pull a drink. We got to stand yeah. in the circle and drink. Got, exactly. <laughs> I, need to, I yeah. need to hear about the time Hunter missed a deer. I heard Hunter missed a deer today. Let's go find. Let's drive around and find Hunter, and let's get to the bottom. I, I heard the, the best saying. It was a guy that told me this was was uh, I kind of wasn't expecting him to tell me this, but um, he made the comment. He said. Uh, he said the only thing I've been ever afraid of that hit me later in life. He said I never want a trophy room that that that's lonely. He said, "There's no one deer or animal that that's worth, you know, a, a relationship." And so, basically, you know, there's a lot of people I know in this space that they have trophy rooms that are giant. And when you start realizing that there is people that just love to see those antlers and horns, and they're pretty, like, "Wow, look at that!" I mean, what did he score? But overall, I catch myself. I don't even really see them, but it doesn't mean I don't respect these achievements. Um, I, I and and 100 without a shadow of a doubt. Even though I've got a some trophies mounted, it's the trophies in the relationships and the people I've met that stand so far above those kills mm-hmm. that that are beyond that. And 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 it, I think it does take some maturity to get there. Sure. Because a lot of people, you know, I've always said only thing I I'd never steal nothing. I like to look crazy wild women, and I like I like to, you know, moon pie and a little Debbie cake and to kill stuff. That was it. I mm-hmm. mean, I, I, they was. I ain't never done no drugs. I drank a beer and a little whiskey from time to time, but you know, I was I always a, was a Christian guy, but at the same time, very mischievous and a hell of a sinner. But but when I look at now, when I get back, I, I start looking. Uh, I know guys that they won't do any of the things I did, but they will walk over their mama's head mm-hmm. for one more 150 inch deer. Mm-hmm. I mean, they might not cheat on their wife. They might not go to the club and shake it down, do something like that. But they. They will do anything. There's not one relationship that has any value versus a deer. And those are people like, guys, it's the same thing. It ain't no different being a womanizer or getting on a little crack. You, you, it's that, that becomes a, you know, that's, that's the, what is it, the false God like anything else. And and it's easy to get down in those paths and it's easy to not see yourself there. But uh, for me, at 50, and, you know, this dude right here, you know, got me working there at 18, 19 to, to now, um, you know, a lot of people ask me, like, man, are you loyal to Realtree? And I'd say, yeah, I am, but Realtree ain't nothing. Realtree is just a camo pattern. I, I'm loyal to uh, I'm loyal to David. I'm loyal to – I told this to Tyler. He asked me, so you think you'd ever wear anything other than Realtree? I said, I can't promise you I wouldn't. But what I can promise you, I'll always appreciate and respect, and I'll always be loyal to Bill Jordan and David Bland. And I, and, and, and I think Tyler's listening to that, like, what do you mean? And I was trying to say it's like – Realtree is nothing. That, yeah. You know, this deer is nothing. Yeah, that's that's right. deep. That's but right. this is deep. This yeah. is deep. You know, if I if I were to call David and say, mm-hmm. "Hey, mm-hmm. 
I need you, you know, yeah. and, and he's going to be there. Yeah. I can't call Realtree. What am I going to call, you know, Timber? Yeah. Hey, Timber, <laughs> I know you're yeah, hiding yeah, in the yeah, woods. Yeah. Can you come help me? So in one way, it's yeah. a brand, and it certainly means a lot, sure. but it doesn't mean as much. So I don't mean it's like I'm disloyal to Realtree. It's just no, mean that it, 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 yeah. these you work through these companies. Just take Green Top. What is Green Top? Green Top's nothing without y'all. Right. Right. You can't call Green That's Top. That's just a store. Without, without, it's a store. That's correct. Yeah. That's correct. So that's the way I've. It's just a lot of things. Not to get too philosophical, sure. but it's it. You, you know, you get to that point because sure. you look back in life and you do some stupid stuff. But you talk about that trophy yeah. room. You don't stand in there by yourself and stare at the deer and remember everything that happened. But when your buddy comes over and sees him for the first time, yeah, like, man, let me tell you how we got to that deer. It all started six weeks before. Yeah. And, 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 and I did this with David. And I did this with Andrew, and we all got it done. Yeah. And me and David, probably me more than David, we, we're more bullcrap. Man, we're cutting up sarcastic. But so if I could take y'all and show y'all a few heads, or if I went into now, if I went into David's room, I would respect the ones that he uh, that he killed that I'd seen on the videos. But the ones like, oh, I was, I remember that one. Yeah. That was the one that yeah. Bill killed uh, so and so, or yeah. uh, and then during Larry Weissman, I remember that deer. And so it, it, it might be a 145 inch deer. And then he's like, Dave, where'd you get that, John? Is that Joker 180? Like, yeah, he is. Like, man. But then you move on from it because. Sure. It's an experience, and so mm -hmm. I, my, how how lonely would it be to go in and get you a fine Cuban cigar, oh, yeah. and you smoke, and, and you look around, you got all this leather furniture, and like Will Ferrell, it smells of mahogany. Yeah, you're well, like, many, many look at what I've done. Books. Does yeah. anybody see it? Are, Come on in. Yeah. Oh, there's nobody wants. Nobody's to come there. In. <laughs> it's like in every every trophy room, if you will. This story turns into this deer, into, into this yeah. duck, into this uh, bobcat. It's all. Story related, yep. It, it's attached. Two minute deer story. It's attached to a story. It yeah. could be that that's the deer me and David was hunting together, and he come by him first, and like, golly, I, you know, I, you know, it, it could be whatever. If that win, if I'd if I'd have known, I'd have picked that stand. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you didn't. Yeah, I don't know. It could, it's a lot of little things. So yep. he's over here enlightening me, and I'm sitting here like I should be thinking about a pot, thinking about all the deer I've killed and all the memories yeah. and everything. It builds it up. Yeah. It yeah. builds it up. That's what I said in that little seminar. I said, man, I still. Never forget. I remember his uh, another hunt stands in mind, and I don't think nobody shot a deer, or maybe I shot one. We didn't find it. it we went doe hunting. His dad and David did something for me, and I well, I can't wait to see. Them. I got them framed, getting them framed, oh, yeah. shadow box. But uh, David's dad was a really big uh, primitive. He loved just. I mean, he he'd always have a cool knife. Like look here, mm -hmm. look here, Michael. And uh, he'd, have, he'd have a cool knife, yeah. you know, with a leather sheath. He'd make him a knife. Yeah. He always had a recurve or longbow or something. And, you know, he'd make his arrows. And uh, he was always treating me really nice and good. He just, loved Michael. And he's just a good man. And and, uh, and so, uh, anyway, the other day, me and David went turkey hunting. And, dude, David got whelped up with tears. I did, too. He said, man, I was cleaning out some stuff. I want you to only, only give it to you. And he gave me, had me pass uh, really cool. And they were in Georgia colors george bought all colors he had some beautiful crested a uh, little like cedar shafts and uh anyway and i was like are you kidding me and and, and so i remember just a hunt we all went mm -hmm. and another mutual friend of don's and david's and same thing me and david been on the road you know we married of course i, fa I failed at the marriage thing several times and so david so so i was going home <laughs> it was hard for us to come home from a trip like hey uh <laughs> I know y'all ain't going to believe this, but we were saying about going hunting tomorrow. <laughs> like, what are y'all going to do? All oh, just going to hang out and go kill a doe, you know, and we did. But we laughed, sat around a tree, and I forget the other guys. Don and uh, remember his son had a, 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 an accident. Oh, Rick Belcher. Rick Belcher. Austin Belcher. Rick and yeah. Austin. And we yeah. all hooked it up. Yeah. And, and I remember asking, like, what do we shoot? And I remember Don said, 
man, don't shoot a little buck, but shoot whatever you want. Just go shoot something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I want to say I shot a deer and I didn't find it or maybe didn't get drawn, I forget, but but I don't remember the hunt as much as I remember just uh, hanging out and talking. Yeah. Yeah. And um, Camaraderie. And so anyway, like I said, I don't know exactly what that means to people that might hear it, but hear for me, thing. for me, it's just, you know, I, I, I don't, I think of the big deer um, and I think of the challenge and the fun, but like I said, these relationships, and I guess you get a little older, and it does. Things get crazy sentimental. Your perspective changes dramatically. See, I'm, yes. I'm yeah. Somewhere in that curve, I'm 29. Mm-hmm. I went through the the nine to 29, you know, running, gun, killing phase, and it, it I still got it in me. Yeah. It seems like it's I can feel the shift in, in the last two three years where I can. Well, you give yourself uh, another less, 20 years. I'm less yeah. shooting yeah. the duck and yeah. more wait, watching the duck deep Wait away. 20 more years, and you'll yeah. really know what we're talking yeah. about. Yeah. It hits you. You'll remember this conversation. Yeah. And we were lucky. Dave and I were both lucky enough to where I would say we've probably been there for a little while, but because David, too, you know, worked at a sporting goods store, Dixie Outdoors. I mean, you had to be in your 20s, didn't you? I started that store, Michael, when I was... 26. 26. Yeah. So not far off. So you're talking how many, you know, you guys, same, all y'all are young yeah, and y'all been working. I mean, yeah. uh, you know, like Philip Culpepper, uh, who's, I mean, he, he was 15, 16 working in the warehouse. Yeah. Our producer, Cohen Stone, who produces Bone Collector, he's 27, I think now, or eight. Gosh, he's been with you. And he's been with me forever. And I mean, he was 18, you know, so mm. same thing. And so yeah. what happens is you get there quicker because you get to do it a lot. And I think what happens is, is you, uh, I think it comes to it's hard to say you know once you kill a few deer i think i think too you get your checklist like i i know mm-hmm. you know i know myself david too a lot of our little bucket list you know we kind of check them mm-hmm. now you're going back and redoing those funner things so mm-hmm. like yeah. i mean i'm saying i already know what to talk to david about it's going to be deer turkey elk yeah it ain't gonna be like how's that muskox like what are you talking about <laughs> <laughs> I don't, you know all that. Yeah. i mean yeah. how was that anteater yeah. in cambodia yeah. with chalky no it's gonna be deer turkey and elk and yeah. it, there was a while with david it was just deer and elk and he kind of rediscovered turkey. and just fell back in love with his turkey and i catch myself but like david and i i mean don't ask us about a duck uh-uh. me and david now you want some good camp chefs and some jokesters? Get me and David in duck camp. We just don't care a whole lot about it. I respect it, mm-hmm. sure. but I've done it a lot. But you can't do it all. I'm like, yeah. is there any does we can go shoot? <laughs> I mean, are you, you know, swamp, I don't know. swamp does. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Phil Robinson got that famous clip of him sitting in the marsh, uh, and he's got the single shot 444 H&R rifle. That's right. Clips of doe coming to the I, I love that yeah. clip. Yeah. yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. Misses the first shot. Misses, rolls it on the second shot. Yeah. 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 yeah pops another one in. It was awesome. Man, I miss that. Michael, you, you got to play any catch, don't yeah, you? I yeah. do. Yeah, I got to run, I reckon. Man, man. I appreciate it. Before <laughs> I let you go, you got to tell me, where did you get that hat, man? Dude, that that's going to be that's gonna be Green Top's number one seller. I'm telling I, you. I, I, I literally I did. So it's a crazy story. So we got in a huge argument um, at, at my office. This is just I'll make it quick because I, I got, do got to jump on an airplane. But when it comes to hats... We've got young and old people that work at our office. And when I say I'm calling old, you know, you know, 50s and 60s and, and uh, you know, in the young, mm-hmm. in, the, in the mid-20s. And it's always a debate. Hats are just a debate, debate, debate. So I made the comment. I said, guys, you, first of all, we can't chase everything. But, you know, you got this hat, that hat, leather patch, embroidered, in whatever, whatever. Yeah. Right side, left side, you know, Richardson, outdoor, all these things. All right. And I said, guys, 
you know, hats are hats, but you got to feel comfortable in a hat. And I've never thought a lot about it because I'm kind of like a NASCAR driver. You put on a lot of hats. Yeah. You know, like, mm-hmm. okay, here's that hat, yeah. there's that hat. And we'll certainly have our favorite. And so uh, I said, man, like if I wore my favorite hat, It'd be just no fun. I said, I nostalgically, I remember going to the truck stops and like, Dad, please give me that hat. And it'd just be yeah, some goofy looking, <laughs> yeah, Peterbilt or, or some bass jumping out of the water yeah. that makes no sense, yeah. you know, but you're like, oh, I, I want it. Like yeah. Napoleon Dynamite, I want that. <laughs> yeah. And I said, dude, I, I could take a hat and put it on. I said, like, I'd have just a, a white tail running across the meadow in a on a foam trucker hat. And so after I left the meeting, I said, I'm just going to make that hat to show my guys. So so I took this hat and wore it. And, and, and today I've had seven people try to buy this. Where'd you get that? Uh, yeah. And they I want like that it. goofy yeah. hat. So we got a new one coming. It's got like a little bone collector logo right here. And it's just this hat running. I even trademarked that picture of that deer. Nice. And so, uh, that's awesome. And I was trying to get these uh, yep. in Realtree. And they don't make them yet. That's actually more nostalgic. And so anyway, you can do like tree tree bark or like uh, that would be. So anyway, that's it. So we literally, literally are adding this to the bone collector line and uh, just having fun. It's almost like truck stop. Yeah. 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 It sounds like masturbator on the back of it. And another hat, and I'll get y'all these too. We we made another hat, and I'm gonna send some to David. Uh, We got make corn cheap again hat. See, we just we just did them. So nice. Having fun. Awesome, yeah. That's right. David, thank, thank y'all. No, thank thanks. y'all for having us. Yeah. Thank y'all for having us. It's been a privilege. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Good yeah, luck was, uh, both the rest yeah. Thank you. Thank Same you. Yeah. Appreciate it. And yeah, it was a fun morning. Uh, you guys have a safe trip. Have a safe season. Thank you so much. And, uh, y'all too. Hope to see y'all again yeah. soon. And thanks for the Chick-fil-A sandwich. No I problem. ate it like I was. Absolutely. Shout out to Chick-fil-A. I ate it like I stole it. Thanks for listening to the Green Top Outdoors podcast. Hunting, fishing, and all things outdoors. It's not just a hobby. It's a lifestyle. Like and subscribe to the Green Top Outdoors podcast wherever you listen to podcasts and learn more about Green Top at greentophuntfish.com.